You're listening to Movie Mixtape on CJRU 1280 AM in Toronto. I'm your host, Alyssa Matthews, and this week we'll be looking at the Next Wave Film Festival taking place at TIFF this weekend. To start, Henry Gomes reviews Richard Linkletter's classic Dazed and Confused. I first came across Richard Linkletter's 1993 cult hit, Dazed and Confused, when I was about 13. A couple of friends kept talking about how funny it was and would constantly quote lines from the film. I was a little skeptical as I was still unimpressed by the recommendation of Half-Baked and Grandma's Boy. They were really into a particular type of film. But after hearing that the director of Days and Confused was the same guy behind School of Rock, which I watched in a near endless loop at the time, I was a little more intrigued. So I caved and I watched it, and over the years since I have watched it many more times. If it pops up on my Netflix Watch It Again list, you better believe I'll watch it again. And if it's screening as part of a review film festival as it is this weekend for TIFF Next Wave, I am definitely getting tickets. Days and Confused takes place on May 28, 1976 and follows a select group of kids over 24 hours on the last day of school slash first night of summer in a suburban Texan town. The film stars many future Hollywood stars including Ben Affleck, Parker Posey, Anthony Rapp, Mila Jovovich, and Matthew McConaughey. By the way, this is the movie where the now iconic All Right, All Right, All Right comes from. There are two main groups of characters in the movie, the soon-to-be high school seniors and the incoming batch of freshmen. As is part of local tradition, the new seniors subject the freshmen to a series of cruel and often violent hazing rituals. Once that's out of the way, we follow these kids through the night and their various beer, pot, and sex-fueled hijinks from the local pool hall, a really awkward middle school dance, the drive-in fast food joint, and a large open-air party after the planned house party got busted. All of which is scored to an impressive soundtrack often emanating from car stereos featuring mid-1970s acts such as Aerosmith, Foghat, War, CZ Top, and The Runaways. Days and Confused is a departure from the popular John Hughes movies of the 1980s in that there isn't actually a plot, a true main character, or an explicit moral or message. It also isn't a satirical look at high school in the vein of a Clueless or a Mean Girls. If anything, Days and Confused almost feels like a cinema verite documentary. The film simply unfolds. The scenes shift from one car filled with a group of teens to another, from the back seat to the front and back again. But what crucially sets Days and Confused apart from most of its teen movie cousins is that the group of teens organically overlap, like they actually do in real high school. After all, no clique is truly an island. Randall Floyd, played by Jason London, is the high school starting quarterback, but is equally at home with the jocks as he is with the stoners, the philosophical nerdy types, and the popular girls. He even has time to take wide-eyed incoming freshman Mitch Kramer, played by Wiley Wiggins, under his wing for the night. Linkletter doesn't really cast judgment on his characters and doesn't expect us, the audience, to do so either. This is apparent in the first quarter of the film when most of the hazing scenes take place. Now I have to admit, watching scenes of older students exploiting younger students for their own sadist pleasure is a little unnerving to watch in 2018. But on closer look, Linkletter actually makes a pretty interesting statement on how these types of actions are so easily normalized to the point where the middle school teacher can't help but laugh when the new seniors come by and use a megaphone to verbally intimidate the new crop of freshmen. It's all part of a cruel cycle that fortunately does result in O'Banion, the senior played by Ben Affleck who takes the hazing way further than it needs to go, 
to receive his comeuppance. Dazen Confused is such a delightful hang because it is so fixated on the minor facets of high school that the teenagers treat as major milestones. There is also something endearing about these kids being nonplussed about what is happening in the greater world. For instance, as the final bell rings at the high school, the civics teacher implores the students to remember their nation's troubled history as they embark on a summer which will be dominated by the celebration of America's bicentennial. Perhaps rightfully so, the kids couldn't care less, and Miss Stroud's voice is soon drowned out by Alice Cooper's School's Out for Summer. A similar scene takes place when some of our characters enter the Emporium Pool Hall. The camera whizzes around the teen-filled hall and displays glimpses of a young gentleman shaping his pool cue and tracks a ball down the interior of a foosball table. All while this is happening, Bob Dylan's protest song Hurricane about the wrongful imprisonment of African-American boxer Reuben Hurricane Carter blares over the speakers. The juxtaposition of a song that touches upon the racial inequality in the American criminal justice system playing over a group of predominantly white high schoolers playing pool and foosball is jarring. The characters in the movie may one day be in positions to address these important issues, but on May 28, 1976, they are simply looking to have a good time. For them, that Bob Dylan song is just a catchy tune. I find the innocence and obliviousness of the teens of Dazed and Confused to be a rather charming and refreshing take on the high school experience. This film truly embodies that universal teen spirit of yearning for the freedom of being a grown-up without having to accept that added responsibility. Hmm, aren't we all? Days and Confused is screening at the Tiff Bell Lightbox on Saturday, February 17th at 6.15pm as part of the movie marathon of the Tiff Next Wave Film Festival running from February 16th to the 19th. Tickets for regular screenings and movie marathon screenings are free for those under the age of 25. The Tiff Bell Lightbox is located at 350 King Street West. For CJRU 1280 AM in Toronto, I'm Henry Gomes. Thanks, Henry. As mentioned, the Next Wave Film Festival is on now at the Tiff Bell Lightbox. Tickets for regular and movie marathon screenings are free for anyone under 25. The movie marathon begins Saturday, February 17th at 12 p.m. with a screening of Bend It Like Beckham. Saturday also kicks off the 24-hour film challenge. 24 teams will have 24 hours to write, shoot, edit, and submit a short film. On Sunday at 2 p.m., all 24 of these films will be screened. Also screening on Sunday is Axolotl Overkill. Alex Bryant originally reviewed this film for its debut Canadian screening in May of 2017 at Inside Out, the LGBTQ film festival. Here's Alex's review. In 2009, at the age of 16, German teenager Helen Hegemann penned the novel Axolotl Roadkill. In January 2010, it was published, getting both commercial and critical success in Germany. But things started to fall apart when whispers of plagiarism arose, casting doubt on Hegemann's town as a writer. A large portion of her novel was taken from other works, and it was not until the fourth edition that credit was given to those other authors. This year, Helen Hegemann is back in the spotlight, directing the film adaptation of her infamous novel. The film, renamed Axolotl Overkill, follows the dark and lonely life of 16-year-old Mifty. After the death of her mother, Mifty's world starts to fall apart around her. 
Throughout the film, she craves connection, finding it in the strangest of places, such as Ophelia, her washed-up actress friend, and Alice, her middle-aged lover. Axolotl Overkill explores Mifty's lack of growth as she ages into adulthood. The title, named after a salamander species that reaches adulthood without going through metamorphosis, kind of acts as a metaphor for Mifty. And honestly, this is the number one thing I disliked about this film. Mifty doesn't change. If you're going to have a film that is not plot focused, you need strong character development. Yes, stuff happens throughout this film, but Mifty just remains the same wild and obnoxious teenage girl. The only thing that really saved her character for me was the Swiss actress Jasna Fertzi Bauer. Her performance as Mifty was so authentic. I was surprised to find out that in real life, she was actually in her mid-twenties. I also really enjoyed the cinematography. It reminded me a little bit of Gus Van Sant's films, where you're not really watching the characters, but experiencing the world with them. Although I didn't completely enjoy Axolotl Overkill, I greatly admire the effort Hegeman put into this film. From experience, I know it can be extremely hard for a woman's voice Nevertheless, a young LGBT woman's voice to be heard in the film world. For CJRU 1280 AM in Toronto, I'm Alex Bryan. Thanks, Alex. Axolotl Overkill screens at the TIFF Bell Lightbox at 10 p.m. on Sunday, February 18th as part of Next Wave. You've been listening to Movie Mixtape on CJRU 1280 AM. For more information about the Next Wave Film Festival and to hear past episodes of our show, visit our archive at film.cjru.ca. I'll leave you with Sila, a track by A Tribe Called Red featuring Tanya Tagak. This song is featured in the trailer for Thoroughbreds that's screening as part of Next Wave on Saturday at 9.30 p.m.
Let it, 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 let it,